Hey, I'm Cody from Unqualified Gamers, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. The Gunna Geek Network presents the latest installment of All Things Good and Nerdy. With your hosts, Naki. Internet is really, really great for board. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. And Chris. So I'm going to say this as nice as I can. You go to hell, sir. You go to hell and you die. (laughs) They're here each week to talk about the latest in nerd news. And sometimes they bring a special guest host along, too. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. I want to cut you all. I'm just going to cut you all. Meat candy. Woohoo! You have boobs! So kick your feet up and relax as you take in the latest crazy episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. That was, I thought it would be live by that point in time, but nuts in my mouth. Na, 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 nuts, salty, salty nuts. Na, 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 na. Oh, look, now we're live. Good. Good. Now, now it's recorded. Now it's there. Now it's out there. For it's it's been recording for a little while. Don't worry, you'll oh, be good. fine. So you got it twice. Well, I one is better than the other. I'm I sure. didn't get the first run. I apologize, but I did get the the second run of a uh, Naki singing us a little song about putting salty nuts in my mouth. I was gonna try and leave it as vague as I could just for you, but if you if you really want to go in depth about why you're singing that song, feel free to share. Well, I mean, it's even better that. You didn't record earlier when I dropped a salty nut down my boobs, and then I lost it. That was good. Oy vey. I, I, I set myself up, don't I? I don't even know where to go from here, I'll be honest. It's it's mind-boggling. I'm still putting nuts in my mouth. I, <laughs> I don't even know. I've already. We haven't even been on the show for more than two minutes, and I've already made you facepalm. My day is made. I'm done. Yeah, it was a facepalm. I'm done. I don't have to do anything else today. A facepalm of justice. I already make Chris facepalm, so I guess I'm done with the show. Bye. (laughs) Drop the mic and walk out. That's not how this works. Pretty much, it's just you and Anthony now. Leave on a high note. Leave (laughs) on a high note. Yeah, leave on a high note. On that note, welcome everyone to episode (laughs) 164 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, recorded live on Sunday, June 21st, 2015. Sorry, I had a brain fart and could not remember the date for a second. Suitable. It's that be... date with the time. Is there a stamp for the date in the time? No. Date, time, stamp. I got nothing. You're a face. Uh, so I'll apologize in advance because, listener, you're stuck with just the regular three of us. And we're, <laughs> we're feeling froggy today. And I got nuts in my mouth. And Naki's got nuts in her mouth. And Anthony... Watch Jupiter Ascending, so that's all you really need to know about his judgment lately. My brain hurts. Yeah, my, <laughs> my brain would hurt, too. And me, I'm, I'm just here, so that automatically means my brain but, is all effed up. But I mean, at least Jupiter Ascending has pretty people in it. it it's the Wachowski's flick. That's all you need to know anymore. It's all flash. No substance. Am I wrong? Damn right. I thought and I was a lot right. of rollerblading. Intergalactic rollerblading. There was intergalactic rollerblading? Yes. I'm actually kind of jealous. I want. Okay, now I'm intrigued. Please describe this intergalactic rollerblading for me. You saw, you saw the previews, right? I vaguely remember previews of some kind. Yes. Yeah, Channing Tatum's little anti-gravity boots. Uh, the way those work is he rollerblades through the air. 
no matter where he's at or how high he is, he roller skates. Like how that. does it control elevation then? It's got to move in three dimensions. There's no actual explanation for how it works, but yeah, he rollerblades through the air like oh. for half the movie. There's a reason for how it works. It's called we're all in the matrix. It's all linked together that way. Yeah, they they try to explain the boots, but they they don't very they don't explain them very well. It See, makes my brain hurt. It makes me want intergalactic space boots. I kind of want the ships they had. It was cool the way uh, all the ships that they were flying around, like none of the the frames of the ships were actually solid pieces. There'd be like a core piece surrounded by different wing pieces that could morph and change into different shapes with apparently either, you know, some type of magnetism or gravity effect. And so like as they're flying in combat, these planes are shaping and or shape shifting as they're flying past each other. That was pretty cool. So they're transformers? Yeah, basically yeah. More like than transformers yeah. Uh... yeah there, there was a whole lot of pretty shots and it's a two and a half hour movie, you're like, well that happened. Like, I feel like they had an, an interesting idea that just kind of was like, this is really cool, but we're just going to hear some stuff. Yeah. With, with it being from the Wachowskis, it feels very much more uh, Matrix 2 than Matrix. Interesting. Uh, Willie was sad he was late for the salty boobs. <laughs> it's salty okay, Willie. Boobs. I, I finished my salty peanuts, so sorry. No more salty boobs. I'm, I'm disappointed now, in oh, all honesty. Man. I really let am. Check. Let me double check there isn't any more hiding in here. <laughs> They're probably still a little salty. Uh, probably a little salty. I still. don't even know how to uh, how to go about this, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't know what the right answer is. Um, twice, it's, twice you've made Chris's brain just stop. I know, I'm actually kind it's of excited. Trap. You see, it's a trap, because I could say something that would not offend Naki, but because it's on the internet, it would offend somebody. Do but it. the only thing that matters is that it doesn't offend me, because you're yeah. talking to me. That's the only thing that matters to us, but to the internet, if it's something to crucify someone for, it really doesn't matter who it was addressed to. Nah. I'm not afraid of the lazy Susan or whatever the hell they're called. He's Anthony the Sailor Man. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the hate mail now. <laughs> Bring it on. He's swearing as fast as he can instead of <laughs> drinking because he's not drunk today. <laughs> yet. I've sadly not had enough coffee yet. yet. I've had like two sips. I literally went and got my big cup right before we turned the cameras on. <laughs> oh. Usually I'm up for an hour by now and I've had a full few cups of coffee and my brain's working. Not this morning. Man, I've been up for too long this morning, but that's neither here nor there. Before we get into news and stuff, what's up, fellas? What's what's going on? How much money does the Steam sale cost you, Naki? <laughs> I actually only bought, like, four things this week, so... Only four? <laughs> I got, um... Well, I was gifted Duck Game, uh, which is actually a lot of fun. Keith and I were having a lot of fun playing that. And then, uh, I bought Super Meat Boy, Outlast, and Speedrunners this week. That's it. That's all I bought, because everything else I have on console that I really wanted, so I was like, okay, I can, I can justify not buying it, because I have it on the console... I don't need to buy it for the PC, too. So. Yeah, I uh, actually doubled up on something because I bought all the Bioshock games. Specifically, I bought Bioshock Infinite because with all the DLC, it was like 7 bucks, and I didn't have the DLC on my Xbox. And buying one of those DLCs was the cost... Well, no, buying one of those DLCs was like 15 bucks. I could buy the entire game with all the DLC for 750 on Steam. So I uh, I totally bought Bioshock Infinite again, The only good. 
The only things I have doubled up are the Borderlands games, I think. Oh, and the, Dead, that. and the Left 4 Dead games. Left 4 Dead's really fun. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I know more people on PC that play it than on Xbox, so... It's a cooperative game, which makes me like it that much more to begin with. That's what yeah, it it's, it's not just go blast the zombies, it's stay together and blast the zombies. Good luck with that. It's <laughs> Now, Anthony, have you been indulging in the Steam sale any? No, because Good. basically... Stay away the from only, it. Yeah, the only game I've allowed myself to play lately is Guild Wars 2, which I won for free, and so oh, I yeah. play a little bit of that, but with the secret project going on, which I can now talk about a little bit, I Ooh. have no time to game, so... I've been been good and stayed completely away. I don't even think I've restarted Steam on my computer. But you've got time to podcast still, right? Yeah, I've okay. got time to podcast. <laughs> no, he's leaving <laughs> us. This is, this is Anthony telling us we're losing yet another third. <laughs> Motherfucker! Everybody <laughs> hates us! <laughs> nope, I'm it is that time. The, it's the that time. workout and then the drawing. But yeah, Sundays are for podcasts. Nice. He still loves us, Naki. He still loves us. Yay! <laughs> you don't have anybody else who can grab in as a third. <laughs> the thing that got me was uh, the the humble bundle. I had to get the the Jim Hansen one. The Jim Henson one. It, I have it, all those in physical form, so I couldn't justify buying it. I own none of them, and so for twenty bucks, I couldn't not get it. <laughs> Especially like, a tale of sand. That one is well, yeah, gorgeous. See, I read, I, Borrowed that one from the library, so I know how beautiful that book is. It's like that's worth twenty bucks alone. And what I really wanted though was all the Brian Froud uh, Dark Crystal stuff. Yeah. Because that's that dude's artwork is just fucking beautiful. For for those unaware, I am utterly obsessed with Jim Henson and his work. So uh, yeah. The dude's I already own all of his physical forms. <laughs> more for Muppet for puppets than anybody in the world, I think. Um. I actually, for a while there, I was I was doing a lot of puppet work, and uh, I was because I was a, a understudy for Avenue Q, so I learned how to work Muppets. And guess what, guys? It really hurts. I don't doubt hard. that. <laughs> it hurts. Well, I guess you're holding your arm up that whole time, right? You're holding your arm up, but you've got two fingers in one spot, and you've got another finger controlling this, and you've got another con- finger controlling this, and you've got your thumb controlling that. Yeah, so. That's what she said. It's kind of like, your hand is kind of like in a claw form for a good, like, four hours. You're like, and you have to be able to move each finger independently. I've never done that for four hours, but I've done that. That would hurt. (laughs) I was just sitting here doing it right now, and I was like, ooh, that would hurt. (laughs) No me gusta. I mean, I could only imagine how much longer, you know, Muppeteers have to do it. So, I mean, I've, I've got profound... Profound admiration for these people. Like, and it's going to be carpal tunnel out the ass. Out the You're ass. Like eight, <laughs> nine hours a day? Yeah, just I bet like this. Every, every day. No, their hands are probably too tired. It's possible. I mean, that sounds uncomfortable. I mean, more power to those folks that are able to do that. I, and then you've oh. got your other hand working the stick. You mean. <laughs> That's what you said. Somebody <laughs> please make a gif of that for me. <laughs> That was some, that's some great sexual innuendo right there. <laughs> In your endo. Two fingers controlling this, and the other hand's working the stick. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, oh, dear. Everything's a sexual innuendo on ATGN. Well, I'll be sending that like to... Uh, your endo. Oh, dear Lord. I'll be sending that to SP. Get away from my endo! Right? Oh, dear God. <laughs> that's my favorite line from the guild. I don't even know where to go I from know. here. I think... I think that maybe we should just roll into the news. Is it news time? 
News Good. time. News time. News time. News time. News time. Let's see if this bump actually works. I'm trying to be sophisticated and fancy. Live from the ATGN studios on the internet, it's the news of the week. That's right, awesome people. It's time for the news of the week. This is basically the part of the show where we tell you. Still going. That's louder than him. I know. I'll have to. I'll have to fix that. I thought I had it tapered off just right, but I just realized that's the wrong bump I played. <laughs> yeah. Yay! We're so professional here. No, we're professional. I just effed up the bump. But this is the part of the show where we tell you about the most important, at least in our minds, the most important nerdy news of the week. And I'm going to toss to Naki first because I'm nice and ladies first. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sorry, that's my dumb dog voice because I have a dumb dog. Um, but anyways, uh, my news of the week uh, made lots and 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 lots of fanboys and girls everywhere do a little dance of joy and cry. And uh, I think our, our resident to uh, Gunna Geek of uh, Cody uh, had a 12-hour orgasm. I offered him some cigarettes afterwards. Um, <clears throat> But Final Fantasy VII is getting a remake for the PS4. And it's not just a remaster. We already got an HD remaster. Um, this is actual remake. They are, uh, <clears throat> according to IGN, which is the site that I am currently on, which is not the best site for this stuff, to be <laughs> honest, but it is the site that had the first news story of it, so I'm going with that. Um it says, the game will be more than an update. In other words, it will be a full-blown remake. We are putting a lot of careful thought to meet the expectation of San fans, Hashimoto told us. Uh, when asked why the remake was now, Hashimoto said, conversations have been happening over the years, but schedules of key figures, including director Yoshinora, Nor Yoshinori Kitasi and character de designer Tetsuya Nomura conflicted. However, timing worked out for this now. Um, honestly, I think Sony hit the panic button, but I'm not complaining. So, <laughs> I think they were just like, shit, we got nothing. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Let's do this. Look, I it, never finished that game. No, how could you? What? <laughs> I haven't either. Uh, honestly, it's a game. How long have they been teasing the fact that bringing back Final Fantasy VII since well, the PlayStation the, 2 reveal? Well, they did the H. They did the HD remake, which was okay. For PC only. Yes. But it was okay, and, like, oh, sorry, my allergies are coming back. Um, but, I mean, the thing is, is that people really want this high-def new story. Well, I guess it's not going to be new. It's going to be kind of new. I, I don't know exactly how they're going to go about this. Um, but it looks, the trailer is on the IGN site. It's really pretty. Um, oh, have to God, go stupid allergies. Um... People are losing their minds over it. And I think that, you know, if they're going to bring back one of the Final Fantasies, I'm glad that it's that one. Um, I, I like honestly, 8 better. I'm, more, I'm unpopular. 8's I, the one with the gun blades, right? Yeah, 8 has gun blades. Yeah, See, I never I got... 8 more than I did 7. I never got through 8. And I, I haven't, honestly, other than 7, I haven't gotten through a Final Fantasy uh, uh, game. I almost said movie, but that's not wrong. There, no, I didn't get through like, the movie either. It was boring as shit. Movie, I don't I, think I've made it through any of the games. I liked Advent Children. Oh, I was talking about uh, Spirits Within. Oh, I don't think yeah. I watched that one. That was terrible. Don't do it. Advent Children was good. It wasn't good. bad. It was like basically the first pure CGI film. It wasn't bad for what it was. It was boring. 
Well, it was boring, but yeah. it looked really It looked pretty, but it was boring as shit. <laughs> Advent Children's good. I like that one. I never um, saw. I never finished Final Fantasy VII, so I didn't really care. I mean, I loved some of the the trolling I saw on the internet. Hey, everyone, don't forget to level up this character all the way because she's gonna be with you forever <laughs> when you play Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. I'm trying not to spoil for those that haven't played. Um, I had I when when I was younger, I had a thing for for Sephiroth, and I think that might come back. They uh. always want the bad boy. They do. Hey, I got a thing. I'm already worried of it. I admit to it fully. That's why I like Handsome Jack. Mm, handsome Jack. Do you need a moment? I do. I do. <laughs> need a hand check? There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, I saw that come out of E3, though, they bring back Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, and I was like, hey, it's about time, because it's been rumored forever and ever, and I don't know, Willie's asking in the chat room, he goes, weren't they bringing the up-res PC version to the PS4 from last E3? And I don't know the answer to that. I don't recall that, but... I don't remember them saying anything about it. Yeah, I don't either. It, it's entirely possible that they are. Um, Your guess is good in there. Oh, damn, look at that. The chat room's just getting flooded with people now. The the other thing that was uh, talked about at E3, which isn't on my News of the Week thing, but we're not we don't, it's not scheduled to talk about, so I'm going to talk about it a little bit, is Battleboard, which is basically Borderlands 2.0. I'm so excited for Battleboard. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's a game done by uh, Gearbox and 2K again, and it's basically Borderlands 2.0, and I'm really, really excited for Battleborn. Yay! I, I didn't watch much of the Sony E3 one, so I don't know much about it. But if it's Borderlands-esque, that would be entertaining. But if it's a Sony exclusive, I won't get to play it, because between PC and Xbox, I'm not buying another gaming system right now. The only thing out of E3 that I flipped out about was the video for Battlefront. That was really good. I also freaked out about Mass Effect Andromeda. We were saying in the pre-show, I think, Naki, you were talking to Tony, who does the Blank Showcast on Twitter, yeah. about geeking out about Final Fantasy VII. I said the unpopular thing. I was like, I'm kind of meh. But Mass Effect Andromeda, on the other hand, fuck <laughs> yes. I guess I have to actually play the Mass Effect games. So well, at some point cool. I will, too. I brought that up to be a nice segue, because if you know people who have Xbox Ones, they will soon be able to play the original Mass Effect series on there because it was announced at E3, and this is my news of the week, that Microsoft is bringing backwards compatibility to the Xbox One, a move that nobody was really expecting, which is kind of cool. Even Sony came out and said, yeah, we had no idea they were doing this. Nice. As I say this in the chat room, Willie Nelson's like, sell the X-Bone, Chris, as I'm here talking about something I like about the X-Bone. <laughs> it's going to wind up that I'm going to live in a household with all of the consoles soon. That you say that like it's a bad thing. But uh, the cool thing that's going on here with this backwards compatibility, and they demoed at E3, they played like the original Mass Effect, which is an Xbox 360 game, on their Xbox One, and they were able to fully emulate everything it does, but they could still access all the Xbox One features. So you could live stream that on Twitch. You could use the game DVR to record video clips. You could chat with people using the Friends app. They have basically created a software emulator for the Xbox 360 on the Xbox One to play original, well not original, but Xbox 360 games. And if you are part of the Xbox preview group right now, the folks that have the beta versions of Xbox OS on their systems, you've got access to the first 16 games I think they've done backwards compatible. Nice. Uh, they have said that it's easier for them to do this, but the publishers have to tell them that they have the okay to make a game backwards compatible for Xbox One now, where it gets really cool is you're not getting charged for the game again. If you own the game right now, be it digitally or with a disc, you get the game again for free on the Xbox One. So any games you have digitally in your Xbox 360 library 
once they're ported over to work on the Xbox One, will show up in your library on the Xbone. And yeah, if that's you, really cool. that's really cool. And the other thing is, if you just own the disc, like for me, I have the Mass Effect trilogy all on disc. Once they have those backwards compatible versions available, I will put the disc in my Xbox One. It'll spin up to say, yes, this is a disc. He legitimately owns it. And it will download from the uh, Xbox Live servers the updated version of Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, or whatever game it is you put in there so that you can play it directly on the Xbox One. And where this continues to get really cool, and I'm kind of fanboying out here because it's kind of interesting to me, is we've talked about, or at least I have on the show, when Windows 10 comes out, there's an update for the Xbox One with Windows 10 so that you can stream Xbox games to your PCs on the same network. So theoretically, before the show starts, I could sit down here and play Xbox One games on my PC across the network. You will also be able to stream these Xbox 360 games that same way off your Xbox One. So it's kind of cool. You don't have to have your console in the same room with you to be able to play it. Uh, Microsoft's doing a poll right now. You can go to their website to see what games they should look into converting next. Right now, leading that poll is Red Dead Redemption. That's what most of the fans want them to do next. Really? Yes. <laughs> their goal is, by uh, December, they intend for this to go live for everyone. They want to have 100 games ready for the December holidays that you can uh, roll out from the old Xbox 360 and play. And I know it was an unexpected move because I mentioned it to uh, Jay Witten, who we all know from Galfrey Public Radio and the Starling Tribune. He's like, damn it, I just sold all my Xbox 360 games. I know a lot of people who, who did that, who just, you know, when they got the Expo, they just got rid of the 360 stuff. There was no expectation this was going to happen. What was so cool about this is the fact that it was a surprise. Nobody had any idea. They came out and announced it, and everyone was like, what the hell? Like, I saw it pop up on my news feed. I was at work. I checked one of the tech blogs during my lunch real quick. I'm like, backwards compatibility? What are they talking about? And I read that. I'm like, son of a bitch. You yeah, sons of I don't of know for bitches. sure, but the, the PS4 isn't backwards compatible at all, right? Not yet. They have their own implementation. Now, they, they are working on a bit where they can... They bought the Gaikai cloud services, I think it was, which allows people to play games via the cloud. Basically, all the processing's done on the back end. They have done some work now where you can play PS3 games via this service because all of the processing and rendering is being done on servers and pushed down to you via the internet. So there are some PS3 games you can play that way. So but, that, that's sort of their method for it. But don't you don't have the PlayStation Network where they have games that are from previous? I don't know how many ports there are on the PlayStation Network of PS3 to PS4 because it's a completely different architecture. It's not easy to do. Oh, okay. Because I know the, the PlayStation Network for the PS3, you could they had all the PS2 games on it. Yeah, there was a ton of the PS2 games on there, but I, yeah, I haven't gotten a 4 yet. Yeah, right, I'm going to end I, up having to buy a PS3, a PS4, and an X-Bone. This is ridiculous. Just, <laughs> just throw your money at the screen. Just, yeah, throw your money at the screen. You'll be fine. <laughs> I, I don't have money anymore. It's gone. It, but either at least I'll have three new Blu-ray players. It yeah. wouldn't it who uses Blu-rays anymore? I don't use anything. I stream most everything. But one last thing I wanted to bring up on this where it's getting really cool is there is a new Rainbow Six game coming out this holiday season, I believe. And I'm not much for the Rainbow Six games, but what they're doing that's really cool is if you buy that, you get for free the last two Rainbow Six games that were on the Xbox 360 that you redeem digitally, and it's ported over to work on your Xbox One, and you download it through this service. I mean, so that's kind of cool. I think you might start seeing a lot of that with some uh, some newer games. Is Hey, if you buy this one, we'll give you the two older versions from the last generation for free. I mean, because, they did that with um, American McGee's Alice on a, on a 360, which was actually really nice. Yeah. I mean, 
And if it's really as simple as Microsoft seems to say it is, where they literally just have to run some code to port it over and it's done, they just need publisher permission, I think it's going to be great. You'll run into some issues where some publishers might be like, oh, we don't want this to get ported over. Or better yet, publishers that have gone out of business where you can't contact anyone to request that port. That could also be a problem. Or people that... Because I know, like, Borderlands, I know Gears of War, and I know... Who else did it? But they already did, like, three... Or, or Halo. They did... Yep. They already did the Xbox One remaster and then put out a collection. <laughs> so know. some of those games you might not see get moved over, but I imagine you'll see things like Mass Effect move over because they're just about to start another franchise. Some of those big overarching franchise games will probably happen. Some of the things like your old shooters like Modern Warfare 1 and 2, you're probably not going to see those ported over, things like that. So who knows? It's something to keep an eye on. They're going to have 100 titles by this holiday season when this goes live. Right now there's only 21. But, hey, side note, if anyone's part of the Xbox preview group, send me an invite, please. I want to be on it so I can try some of this. Gamertag Spidey616. Um, Gears of War is getting a fourth game now, too, by the way. Gears, it is, and the beta is out, actually, for the uh, Gears of War remaster, and I got an invite to that beta, so I'll be trying that some here and there. And I, I want it. <laughs> I might be allowed to stream it on Twitch. We'll find out. Give it to me. Give it to me. No, see, I um, Gears of War brought me back into gaming. Well, Borderlands and Gears of War brought me back into gaming. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I got really excited because Judgment fucking sucked. I didn't play it. I never <laughs> even got around to it. I own it. I bought the, the season pass. I haven't downloaded anything for it. I, I was just like, this, I didn't even finish it. It was so bad. Like, I was just like. Did you rage quit? I rage quit. It was, I don't, I hate Baird. I do. Uh, and Chris probably remembers from when we used to play Gears of War together. And how much I died, because, you know, that's just how awesome I yeah, am. Yeah, she died but, a lot, guys. But <laughs> but I would just, the entire time, anytime Baird talked, shut up, Baird. No one cared. <laughs> no, literally, that's what would happen, is anytime there'd be a cinematic, I would have to take my headset off, because Naki would be like, shut up, Baird. I'd be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's literally how it went. She hates that guy so much. I hate Baird. Oh, so damn much. But it's kind of entertaining. So terrible, I hate him. <laughs> Why make a game about him? He's terrible. Are you, are you okay? In it. Do you need a moment to collect yourself, Naki? <laughs> well, while Naki collects herself, I'm going to throw it to Anthony. What, what do you got for your news of the week this week? I got the Sony leak. Oh, dear um, lord, here we go. <laughs> yeah, for anybody that's not aware, there was more information from the Sony leak. Let's see, that was specifically... Who Spider-Man legally can and cannot be, which I don't I don't really see why people are flipping out about this. If you're you know you're letting another company take over your character and do a version of them, you're going to set in stone certain rules. And there's nothing on this list that I have a problem with because what they gave Sony was the Peter Parker Spider-Man, so I I don't see the problem. For those that haven't seen it, the list is basically has to be male does not torture, does not kill unless in defense of self or others, does not use foul language beyond PG-13, does not smoke tobacco, does not sell distributed illegal drugs. Like, how would that have ever been part of a story? But we got to make uh, him dark. He's going to be yeah. a drug dealer now. Yeah, they're like, no emo Spider-Man dealing, dealing meth. Uh, does not have, I like this one, does not have sex before the age of 16 and does not have sex with anyone below the age of 16. <laughs> and then not homosexual in quotes, unless Marvel has portrayed that alter ego as homosexual. Because they had the option of doing an altered version of Peter Parker. Like, so basically one of the ones from the Spider-Verse. Okay. And so, you know, uh, 
like like Dan Slott said, if you want a different version of Peter Parker, there, I just thought of one. That was Dan Slott's answer. He's like, if it's in the Spider-Verse, it exists. Any version of Peter Parker or of Spider-Man you can think of is out there somewhere. And then, yeah, the the character traits went on the list. You know, the full name, Peter Benjamin Parker, Caucasian, heterosexual. Parents became magazine during his life, during his childhood. Raised by Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Gets his powers while attending either middle school or college. Which I thought it was weird that they said middle school or college, so not high school. And then it actually says yeah. uh, powers by... I guess his powers are bitten by a spider, not necessarily a radioactive spider, because I don't think in either of the movies the spiders are radioactive. No, and genetically then, uh, engineered they were in those. Yeah. And then uh, the one that a lot of people thought was funny was that the black costume is a symbiote and not designed by him. Which, yeah, you can't have Peter make the first costume that's black. He makes his own first red costume, which it says in the list, too. And then, yeah, he's raised in a middle-class household in Queens and attends or attended high school in Queens, New York, and attends college in New York City, New York. I, I don't really see why anybody's having a problem with this list. And the example in the Newsarama article was like, you know, this is the type of change that wouldn't have been allowed for like 20th Century Fox doing what they did with the Fantastic Four, having Michael B. Jordan play Johnny Storm. You couldn't have a black actor play Peter Parker in accordance with the Sony contract. And right. I, I, I just, I don't see the problem. Where it gets funny to me is you get places like Gawker that then do the headline, oh, Spider-Man can't be gay or black. They didn't say he can't be. But Peter Parker is not. Yeah, the Peter Parker Spider-Man that Sony contracted for cannot be gay or black. But and yeah, the the one thing I did like in the the article that uh, kind of made sense, or was as they said, um, in comic books and other media, several other people besides Peter Parker have done the Spider-Man costume, including fan favorite Ultimate Spider-Man character Miles Morales, a black Latino teen. And you know, Miles is hugely popular. But then one guy down in the comments. Uh, Ken Jr. had the, the simple thing. He's like, I think they're putting all those restrictions so that they can keep Miles Morales in their pocket. Yeah, Sony can't do a Miles Morales movie. <laughs> yeah, smart move. Not without Marvel's, you know, consent. So, yeah, it makes sense. They, they, I mean, after, you know, with the debacle they're having with Fox, giving them the mutants, and basically having to change the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe to where everybody who's actually a mutant is an inhuman, <laughs> that, I mean... It's just ridiculous to think that, you know, if they hadn't had such a strict contract with Sony, maybe Sony would have gone fucking crazy and done something weird with the Spider-Man films. We'll never know. But it just, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, a giant corporation is letting another company work with their character, and these are the type of restrictions that have to be put in place so that that character doesn't get changed to the point where, you know, it's either not recognizable or the original, you know, parent company is, you know, unhappy with the end result. It's like a lot of people talk about, um, like the best example I can think of is DC Comics and Marvel. They own, you know, thousands of IPs. And there's tons of people at conventions doing sketches of those characters. And there was a big hubbub for a while there about whether or not you can sell sketches of Spider-Man and Superman if you don't work for Marvel or DC, never have, and you're not giving them any money. And what it all really comes down to is that, well, you know what? Marvel and DC don't really care if you make five, ten bucks. You're not taking money out of their pocket, and you're advertising their character. Well, at the same time, there was an artist who did a gallery showing of uh, large paintings that he had done, and every painting was Batman and Robin in a homosexual situation. Like, they, he was actually painting those characters having sex. DC shut that show down, because that was not a representation of their characters they wanted. This is why you have stuff like the Sony contract. It's, it's not a big deal. It's just companies protecting their characters. I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's going to get overblown by people in the blogosphere, but that's just of my take. Will. 
Well, they need There's their actual tanks. racist shit going on down south that we should be talking about. People are talking about this instead. <laughs> yeah, that's been. If you've been following me on Twitter, I've kind of been blowing it up. Yeah, I went a little nuts on what was it Thursday? Uh, I, I did a whole lot of retweeting, and man, if you want to see someone that was pissed about it, Daryl Wright, the comedian, he's been on uh, more stories a couple of times. He had some shit to say about the shooting, and he's a comedian. He's a, a black guy, and he was pissed. Uh, so, I was watching Face the Press this morning, and I was getting mad watching that. Uh, they are talking about it, and it's all of these dudes saying, well, he was a heroin addict, and he had he had so, he was a, just a quiet kid, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Bullshit. He's a racist, ignorant prick, and basically committed an act of terrorism. But Fox News won't call it that. No That's news will call it that, let's be honest. Yeah, but they're the worst. I think they were the first ones to come out with, he may have mental issues. Yeah, yeah, he has a mental problem. He's a fucking racist. The fix for that is a bullet to the head. No, that's not the... Well, that, that's a lot of people then you're going to knock out because, I mean, South Carolina has, still has a Confederate flag flying, you know? I mean... It'll be no great loss of the art world, I'll tell you that much. It, we could use a little depopulation. Yeah, probably. But, yeah. That's that's more political than what we talk about on All Things Good and Dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it is it is an important conversation to have, but I don't think we are on the correct standpoint for it. So to get us back in the right mindset, I have two expressions for you: dick butts and bacon. Mmm, bacon. I'm hungry. Like these these salty nuts did not fill me up this morning, so <laughs> I'm I'm hungry and I want bacon. And my dad um, today for for Father's Day, we're we're cooking at home, and Dad bought pork belly ribs. So. Ooh. It's basically bacon ribs. If you guys don't, if you've never had pork belly, it's basically bacon, and pork belly ribs is basically bacon ribs. And <laughs> we are slow awesome. cooking. We are slow cooking them, and we are making some. Uh, I have not. I'm, I'm making sides and dessert. I have not yet figured out what sides and dessert yet, though, because basically I just want to eat ribs and not care about everything else. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Mac and cheese. Ooh. I could, ooh. We gotta stop talking about food. Now I'm getting hungry. Bacon. Damn it. I, th I think I might make bacon mac and cheese. Or is that too much bacon? Is there a thing? No, too much bacon. Too much bacon. <laughs> Come on. Who are you? What have you done with Naki? I know. Well, no, I could do like an andouille sausage. Soda stuff. That's disgusting. But everything else, well, no, it's bacon like, is good. What I'm saying is we can do like an andouille sausage mac and cheese and make it kind of spicy. Do like a southern style. And put bacon in it. I could still put bacon in it. Put bacon on top as a crust. <laughs> there you go. So when you, when you finish the mac and, and cheese with the sausage in it, you put it in a casserole dish, and you put a little extra cheese on top and crumbled up bacon, and then you put that in the oven for about 10, 15 minutes to make that bubble up a little more, crispify yeah. the bacon a little more. And then you put yeah. it in one of those food mailers, and you send it to my new address. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, I actually have my culinary degree. That was my first degree is what I got. So I could pretty much add bacon into anything. Bacon ice cream is really good, by the way. Yes, it is. I've done that. Uh, I've had a bacon Bloody Mary before. That was really good. Uh, there's a place that apparently isn't very far from me Like uh, that does their Bloody Mary. Like It's 10 bucks, which is a, a, a huge cost for a Bloody Mary, but you get a cheeseburger at, like. On the sticks that go into the Bloody Mary, they give you like a cheeseburger and oh, it's the one where like, it's like a whole meal. Yeah, like it's a whole meal. Mary. 
that's <laughs> a Bloody Mary. And it's like 10 bucks, and it's like not far from me. I'm like, I wish I still drank, because I would go. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. You get like a cheeseburger and uh, like a couple of chicken wings, and like there's bacon in it. And I'm just like, why well, call it a drink? <laughs> now I want bacon, and I'm really hungry. <laughs> but if you guys have any ideas as to what else I should make, uh, I'm open to it. Feel free to shoot me on the Twitters. Shoot me on the Twitters. Shoot me a message on the Twitters. Um, <laughs> at one nerdy cupcake. No, Allie. Yeah. It hurts. So people don't like me. I've come to realize. I guess I'm too opinionated. Because you keep telling me about bacon and make me goddamn hungry. <laughs> Hey, Chris, Chris, really guess what I'm eating today? Now. Guess what I'm, I'm eating? I'm going to fucking mute you so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, maybe I'll make something with potatoes. Hmm. Should I just carb up? You guys are making... <laughs> so in an effort to get away from the food talk and make me like eat everything around me, <laughs> I would like to take Carbs. this moment just to remind everyone that ATGN is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, and since we're a part of the Gunna Geek Network, we like to, to highlight some of the other awesome stuff to come out of the network. So what are we highlighting this week, Naki? Uh, this week we had Gonna Geek the 100 episode, the ultimate blind toss. Uh, to help mark the milestone of episode 100, the official GunnaGeek.com podcast, the crew pots a little revenge on Steven to give him a taste of his own medicine. Uh, fellow network members, Jeannie, Jay, Operator, and me... And then uh, there was, along with some voicemails from other members of the of the network, uh, re- helped uh, ring in the special occasion. So by the end of the episodes, you, the listener, may know what it's like to be a victim of Steven's blind tosses. Seriously, it sucks. <laughs> he, he blind tosses everything, and you're like, what? He does it to me all the time on the Walking Dead podcast. He's like, so Chris, where can the listeners call? And I'm like, um, I don't know. Go to walkingthewalkingdead.com and find our phone number. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really funny, because... Um, he had contacted me about it a couple weeks ago, and I I work night, so I was going to get home late, and he was like, well, I could put you on last. I'm like, okay. And he told me that it was going to be a surprise to you guys, and that you weren't going to know that I was coming on it. So I was like, okay, I'll keep quiet. I won't talk about Gonna Geek 100, and, you know, I'll do my usual, you know, I don't actually promote much of anything because I'm terrible like that because I always forget. Um, so I was just going to do my normal thing, and then randomly come in, and I find out later, <laughs> you know, he's not very good at keeping secrets. Oh, yeah, we knew all about it. <laughs> we knew all about it. But, yeah, episode 100 of the official Gunna Geek podcast is out. If it would be something you're interested in, go to gunnageek.com slash network, or just gunnageek.com, because it's on the front page there. It was a lot of fun, and it was our first time doing video on that podcast, so Stephen was there switching video sources and stuff like that, so it was fun. Um, okay, so in the chat room, Willie has said that he's starting a diet. Anthony, you responded that you can eat whatever you want. Guys, both of you are doing it wrong. You don't have to diet. You don't have to do anything. Check out if it fits your macros. It talks all about macros and micros, and you can basically eat whatever you want, but you have to keep in your protein, your fat, and your carb. Just I, I eat Pop-Tarts for breakfast, and it doesn't count against me, so just look it up. Seriously, if it fits your macros, it's the best thing ever. Like, I've lost I've lost so many inches because I'm doing this. Plus weightlifting and cardio, so... July 1st, I start the Chris Evans diet and workout plan, so until the end of June, I'm letting myself eat whatever the fuck I want, which is also uh, why I'm drinking right now. 
I'm just telling you, you don't have to go on a diet plan. You can just go on if it fits your macros, and you can eat whatever you want. Just make sure you hit your protein, your carb, and your fat for the day. Guys, stop talking about goddamn food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. You want some so salty nuts? You want some salty nuts? <laughs> I hate you so much right now. I don't even have any salty nuts. My It's empty. It's gone. No. But, I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> but I, I'm serious. Look out if it fits your macro, or check out if it fits your macros. It's seriously the best thing ever. Like you I can eat whatever you want. Pop tart diet. After we're done. Interesting. If so it fits your macros. Putting it in the chat room. There you go. Awesome. So let's do a couple <laughs> quick news pieces, and then we'll go in and play some clever cosplay because we haven't done that in a while, and I've got a good one that was teased on Facebook earlier this week. Does that work for you guys? I saw that one. It's pretty good. We'll talk about it later in the show, but a quick news stories. We all know Batman Arkham Knight comes out on Tuesday, which means nobody will see me in person other than at work <laughs> for the next week probably. Chris will disappear. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I know that some people are really upset, though, because... I think we talked about it when the pre-orders were announced. There was multiple versions of the game you could buy. There was the standard edition, there was the uh, the Batman collector statue edition, and there was one that came with a Batmobile collector's edition. I guess uh, Rocksteady announced last week they canceled the Batmobile edition because when they got the early prototypes that were supposed to be coming out, they were just not very good, and they didn't want to get those out to the customers, give them a crappy product. So if you pre-ordered the Batmobile edition, I asked at GameStop when I was there, what they're doing for those folks that had the Batmobile edition, you get one of the skin DLC packs for free. I think you get the the version of the game that comes bundled with a comic book. I can't remember what name it is. Whatever. But So no Batmobile for folks. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And just because I wanted to promote this, uh, early reviews are in for Batman Arkham Knight. IGN gave it a 9.2. Polygon gave it a 10 out of 10. It's sounding like it's going to be a very good game. So if you're excited for Arkham Knight like I am, Tuesday... That's when we are no longer seen in person anymore. <laughs> That's when Tuesday. Chris will disappear. I'm going to disappear. Uh, one last news thing I want to touch on before we get into the clever cosplay. Mel Brooks seems to be hinting at the fact there's a Spaceballs sequel coming. Spaceballs sequel coming. God, I can't talk. I hope it's true. Oh, that just made me sad. No Joan Rivers. No Joan Rivers. Probably no Rick Nemiranis and no um, John Candy either. Yeah, no, what the fuck? Yeah, you can't do Spaceballs too. Half the cast is dead. Yeah, or re- retired from acting. What the I don't shit? know. I don't know, man. I'm just hearing. That's what uh he was on Adam Carolla's podcast, Take a Knee, and seemed to confirm that they were in talks to at least do one. So who knows what will happen. Brooks, but yeah, there's some there's some huge holes in that fucking awesome cast now. Jesus. According to the uh, the podcast he was on, Take a Knee, he's, it's tentatively titled Spaceballs, The Search for More Money, which we yeah. know from the first movie. It's currently in the early phases of development. Mel Brooks wants to bring back most of the original cast and hopes to start shooting in early 2016 after the release of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Nice. If he can get Rick Moranis to come back, I'll be there in the theater to watch it opening day. I hope he can, but Rick Moranis has been rather happily retired for quite a yeah. while now. That like might they, be the one thing that would get him to come back, though. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. He's he's he quit acting because he wanted to raise his kids. Yeah. You can't really yeah. can't really fault a man for that. No, I can't. But I'm, I I asked the question before, you know, because he did that a very long time ago. So how old are his kids? At this point, they're not like still teenagers in the house, right? Yeah, I would imagine that. They're I would older. imagine they're not, but yeah. I don't have the right answer for that. I'll be I honest. Have, like, 
15, 20 years ago, I want to say. So, I mean, I'm assuming at this point as kids are up and out of the house and off to college and jobs or whatever. So I don't think, I mean, he might still be enjoying just not being an actor, but if his kids are out of the house and that part of it's done, then, you know, there's a, I think there'd be much bigger chance of Mel Brooks maybe being able to talk him into doing it. Yeah. I think that's possible too. I, I want to see it happen. I loved it. I'll be honest. Oh, Spaceballs is awesome. I love me some Spaceballs. Spaceballs, the flamethrower! The kids love this one. They do. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> How could they not? Exactly. So, you guys want to go back and play a little clever cosplay? We haven't done that in a while. Yay! So, if, if you're new to the show, we should probably tell you what clever cosplay is all about. It's an idea that the fanboy Buzz had that we kind of put our own spin on, where we take the good and the bad of cosplay. And the goal is to try and say something good about these bad cosplays when we have them, because there is some creativity that goes into some of them. And in a lot of cases, people try purposely to make a bad cosplay that's funny. So we don't want to be negative. Some of these probably not look that good. That's true. But some of them some of them will be awesome. So before you come after us, like, oh, you guys are assholes making fun of everything. No, we try to find positive things to say, too. Because that's how we roll. Now, the first one, if you follow the podcast on Facebook, you've probably seen it this week. And what I'll do is I'll pull it up on screen share so that anyone watching on the video can see it. But we'll ask our panel to describe it so you audio listeners can see what we're looking at. So our first one is influenced by the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And I thought it was quite fantastic. So we're going to show this with everyone. What do you guys... How do we, how do we describe this one best? Fuck yeah, that Just, one's awesome. See, the thing is, is that it's already one for me. I can't even look <laughs> at other ones and not love it. Or, and I won't love it as much as I love this one so very much. <laughs> well, why, don't, why don't we describe it for the audio listener? Why don't you give it a shot? Start us out, Naki. Okay... Uh, it is. It is. Uh, oh God, I don't. I don't even know. It's just amazing. Well, well, let, me um, try, let me try and pitch it then. So, if, are, if you're familiar with this. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, remember Zordon was the big blue floating head in a tube of energy. So this guy has created or recreated the command center as a costume. He has painted his face bluish white, like Zordon's face appeared, and then built darker skinned gentleman wearing white face. Yes, let's, let's it, just be honest. And then he's built a suit <laughs> around him so that. His face is behind a, uh, a plastic tube, much like Zordon's look to be. There's two pillars to the side that have uh, rings around them, much like there were in the command center. And there's a floor attached to this, which is at about waist level, that has Power Ranger action figures glued to it and actually has the, uh, the control panels from the command center built on it. So the Power Rangers are interacting with the command center while Zordon watches over them. It's just amazing. It's <laughs> so damn good. The guy's wearing a diorama of the set. That's it. Diorama is the word I was looking for. Yeah. That that's the word I could not think of, and I didn't want to like make myself sound even stupider than Diorama. I already do. Ninety nine percent of the time. It, it is so damn creative. I mean, it's, honestly. I love it so much. And I had some of those action figures when I was a kid because there's the I ones think I had that all of transform. Them. I think I think I might have had all of them. So that's our first entry in clever cosplay this week. We've got three more images. Now, they probably will all not be as good, but that's half the fun <laughs> of clever cosplay as we find some of the best and the worst. Huh, this one is going to be a fun one. I'm going to let Anthony describe this once it comes up. It's from a Disney movie, which you guys might be able to remember once it pops up. It's from The Lion King. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be the old monkey, right? He's Rafiki. 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 I, I haven't seen The Lion King since I was like 11. And, and I'm he's, trying to remember, he's, is it, he's is got it Simba in his hands. Is brown? 
No, Rafiki well, was blackish gray. No, he was like he was like a purple. He was like a purple gray. Yeah. This guy basically looks like he shaved the top of his head, painted his face almost exactly like Rafiki. That part's really good. And then it looks like he dipped himself in blue skin dye. And he's wearing some type of wig on his chest. It's Austin Powers' like chest hair. Yeah, it's like yeah. Austin Powers' chest hair. And chest then, hair. He's holding up his tabby house cat. <laughs> Which is the right coloring for Simba the Lion Cup. It's, it's pretty close. The cat, the, And the cat also does not look happy about the situation whatsoever. No, he does not. probably the best part. So I have to ask, we all have to say some, one nice thing about this one. Naki, what do you think is good about this? Uh, the fact that he had... Well, I know that he's wearing... It's a bald cap wig. So okay. he might not have shaved his head. But he, he's he got the details down, I mean. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. His attention to detail is spot on for a quick costume. The face paint is nice. He's, it's really he's, well... He's got good detail for such a thrown-together costume. I don't it's, think it's... It's not a bad costume. It's just quickly thrown together. It's just creepy is what it is. Well, it's a little creepy, too. <laughs> yeah, so between that, the funky old man hairdo... The fake beard and the, you know, giant wig nailed to his chest. Creepy. Creepy. <laughs> How am I going to make this picture fit? Okay, here we go. This next one, I'm going to toss to Naki because she's a fan of this franchise for what okay. it comes from. Oh, God, I'm scared. It's, it's very creative. Very creative. We'll give it a second to populate here. This is uh, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Are you uh, sure? Oh, oh, all right. It's supposed so, to be based off what they said in Imgur. Shredder? I believe it's an attempt at Shredder using a uh, more like smoke for Mortal Kombat. I thought if, if you say that it's if if you say that it's a Mortal Kombat, I would. Well, the the caption for this is my food order came in padded foil packaging and yada yada yada. I give you Shredder. Huh, I mean, huh? there you go. There you go. But you could definitely just like if you painted it blue, you could be Sub Zero. That's um, true too. It does look very Mortal Kombat esque. But I mean, that's a really creative use of using food foil packaging. Yeah, so <laughs> Not gonna should, lie. We should describe it a little bit so the audio listeners we can paint a picture for them. How's the best way uh, to describe this one? So the best way to describe this is that it's so, um, you know the the like the casing that you get like when you get the hot box pizzas, and it comes in that aluminum foil. It's that cut down into a vest over a black sweater and he put on like a black beanie and he and made the foil with uh like like a mask and shoulder pads and i mean it's it's actually pretty clever it's, yeah, it's, it's it's really creative for something that probably took him a few minutes to make based off of what came with his to go food order you know the face mask piece looks really nice it's angled well so it covers his face yeah, it's it. But I would honestly, if if you're gonna turn that into an actual costume, I'd spray paint it blue and call it Sub Zero. Yeah, I would like, too. Yeah, because there's no there's no spikes or blades, so that's right. what doesn't. Get that's it. That's the only. Yeah, it's the only way. But see, I think we've done a good job so far of not having any. They're just ludicrously bad, but they're clever, easy, co quick cosplays. And then right. there's the fourth. I don't remember what the fourth one is because I haven't clicked on it in months. Oh. I'm not going to make your eyes bleed, but I'm going to let I'm going to let Anthony describe this one because I think it's from a film series that he enjoys. <coughs> this is this is from the Terminator from London Cosplay from London Comic Con 2013. Oh, I was looking at the Shaun of the Dead guy on the left. Shaun of the yeah. Dead guy is really good. Yeah, that's he's got red on him. Okay, so we have got some red on you. 
I'm going to be vaguely racist and say a, a somewhat Asian-looking gentleman. It's it's hard to tell. But uh, he's got basically just foil and, I'm guessing, either blood packets or ketchup, where he attached foil to his glasses and wrapped foil pieces up into a gun and then just, like, taped foil to his stomach and yes. apparently threw on a black jacket and called it a Terminator costume. He built himself a pretty badass gun out of aluminum foil, it looks like, for, too. For aluminum foil, that's yeah, it's, a, it's a serious pistol that's way too small for his hand. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why the the aluminum foil is on his glasses, though, and not on his face. Maybe he's the liquid metal Terminator. And my guess is that he's liquid metal Terminator, but also he probably is like me and can't wear contacts or anything like that. If he's so, liquid metal Terminator, then why the gun and why the jacket? I mean, it look cool, duh. <laughs> I, mean, it, I think I, I I like the idea behind it because if he's like me and can't actually wear like contacts or anything like that, that's a really clever way to put your put the costume in action. You know, put your glasses in action. Couldn't have gone underneath his glasses and been glued to his face. Because it's easier to put it on your glasses, and <laughs> I think he used the glasses as a way to hold that in his head. That's yeah. what it looks like to me, is it's molded onto the glasses so that he just uses them to hold all of that on his face. That is definitely one way to make a cheap costume. I'll give him that. That's creative. I really like it. It's it's cheap, but it's not... I'm trying it's not to bad. It's, it's not so bad. Because we've, yeah. we've seen bad, cheap costumes. Right. I, I tried, when I pulled yeah. these ones originally, I tried to find ones that weren't just bad, bad. There were no bucket heads were, in, this, in this. Yeah. Well, the bucket head was hilarious because it was no cool. in this group. I tried to do this time around some costumes and cosplays <laughs> that, are, that are cheap but still creative. It, it's it's entertaining in how witty they are of how they did it. Minus the Zordon one because it's just badass, let's be honest. Uh, Willie did have a point. No alpha points off. Yeah. He had all the rangers. He didn't have an alpha. That's true. There weren't a lot of alpha figures. Annoying little robot. So, we'll, we'll close out this bit like we normally do. We already know which one we think is the best. It's obviously going to be Zordon. We all oh, think yeah. that's, that's the best. That's, yeah. Let's be honest. But let, let's try and figure out what we think is the second best, <laughs> and then what we think is the worst. And then we can. So, off refresher, we have Rafiki from The Lion King holding Simba. We've got the Shredder and the Terminator. So, throwing out Zordon, because we all know it's the best, out of these three, which one's the best? What do you guys think? Rafiki. Um, I'm, was done well. I'm torn between Rafiki and Shredder. I think if he had a couple extra more minutes to spray paint it blue, I think it would have won hands down. Right. I think but, the, I think the Shredder one suffers from the fact he's like, I just did this a few minutes after I got my to-go order of food. <laughs> yeah. That, that's but, what's so impressive to me. That's that's the thing that's amazing about it. It's like, huh. Because I, I don't look at my food order and be like, I can turn that into a costume. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm not wired right for that. Some people just have that cosplay thing in their head. They look at something, they're like, that could be a so-and-so costume. All right, let's go. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to give the nod to Shredder, just because it's a spur of the moment really quick, and I'm impressed with how quickly they were able to envision it in their mind and put something together. How about you, Naki? Where are you going on this one? I'm actually, uh, I think I'm going to give it to Rafiki. For a thrown-together costume, it's pretty detailed, and looks like... You know, like, they actually kind of tried at it. Yeah. So, in the ATGN panel, Zordon, obviously the best, but Rafiki is the best out of the, the quick and cheap, quick cosplays. <laughs> and we weren't really a fan of the Terminator. It wasn't quick. Yeah. That dude took some serious time on that costume. 
the, the face paint's awesome. I could see someone being like, hey, this would be a funny costume for me to put together for like a college party or something like that. And just run around throwing a house cat at people. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be hilarious. So, oh, it's a video! It's a lion! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, don't sing anymore, we'll get sued. <laughs> I like that the translation of that of that song is, hey, it's a lion. It's a lion. Hey, it's a lion. Really? It's a lion. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, the actual translation of that song is, "Hey, it's a lion." That's, that's way more impressive than they made it, it in the movie. Right? I think that's. I think that's why they did that, though. It's like it could hey. very well be. It's so, all about how they sing it. <laughs> that's gonna wrap us up on clever cosplay. Well, I don't think we've done one in probably ten, twelve, hundred. It hasn't been that long, but we haven't done a clever cosplay in a while. So I was kind of happy to bring it back, and I'm sure. We'll bring it back in the future. If you guys have suggestions for things you'd like to see on Clever Cosplay, send your suggestions to us. As we'll roll them in sometime. Send them to us on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. We'll give you guys the contact info at the end of the show. But I think it's time for us to start wrapping up the show, though. What do you guys think? I want to sing lion songs. You want to sing lion songs? Hey, so. it's a lion. <laughs> it's a motherfucking lion. At least she's not singing about bacon right now and making me hungry. Making pancakes, making bacon pancakes, make a bacon and I put it in a pancake. I knew that was going to happen as soon as I said it. So <laughs> why would you say it then? It was a call to set up. And bacon and mac and cheese. I'm hungry. <laughs> See, it sucks. We're going to wrap up the show. We're going to wrap up the show because I'm really effing hungry and want some macaroni and cheese or something. I'm going to go and make macaroni and cheese with. And then she's going to mail it to us. Yeah. I'll think about it. Yeah, I so, might just eat it. <laughs> we'll wrap take up. Shredder costume, rewrap it into a box, and put some mac and cheese in it for us. There you go. See, if everybody like, I'm turning thirty in a couple months, like in a month and a half. Oh God, you know, if everybody <laughs> wants to show up in Chicago, I'll feed you. So, get that. I do know where you live. Why do you know where I live? I've mailed you stuff. Remember? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not creepy. It's I've mailed you stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> she took something I meant innocently and took it as dark and evil. It was not my intent. I was just like, should I should I look out this window? She's Chris right there. Aki, look behind you. It's a wall. I, I got some oh, statues. Memorex. It's a recorded Chris. Got statues. They're my best friends. So we'll wrap things up like we normally do. That's where we share with you, our listeners, what it is that we're getting into, what we're planning on getting into going forward. And um, I already know Naki's been probably touting on the Steam sale some. But what else have you been getting into? Uh, I've been working out like a whole lot this week. Um, I started... So you eat bacon? So I can eat bacon. Um, I actually uh, started with a new coach for my boot camp class, and he's a CrossFitter. Not that I'm a fan of CrossFit because people have died, but um, he he takes the ideas of CrossFit and then throws it into a 35-minute workout. So, like, one day it was you had to run backwards a lap, do 15 sit-ups, 15 lunges, uh, or 15-yard lunges each side, and then do uh, 15 tuck jumps uh, and 15 kettlebell swings. And then and then run the lap again. You got five rounds of that. And then like another day, it was so you run two laps and then do ten pull-ups, uh, fifteen or no five pull-ups, ten uh, 
hanging tucks, uh, 20 burpees, 40, 40 air squats, and then 80 push-ups, and then run two laps again. And then that was four rounds. <laughs> this guy's working. I was out. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is working me to death. <laughs> and then I am still uh, weightlifting with my partner. On top of that, so I'm I'm working towards my in, my my fit before thirty goals. So uh, my birthday is August second, which is actually a Sunday. So I'll be here on my birthday. Um, Sweet. Turning thirty, being old. It happens. So you mentioned CrossFit. I'd just like to make an observation that somebody pointed out to me. If I could remember who it was, I'd quote them properly. CrossFit is like the reverse fight club because all they do is talk about CrossFit. People that someone, do it. He said someone has died doing CrossFit? They're yeah, people, people have died from doing CrossFit because they tear their muscles and then they, the, the, there's leakage of like fluid. I can't think of the name of it. And like it gets to the heart and their body shuts down. Wow. I didn't know people have died doing it. Yeah, people have died from CrossFit. I'm not a huge fan. But the way that he has us working, it's not like... Because CrossFit is a lot of like heavy weight, high rep, real intense for 30 minutes. This He's not doing heavy weights or anything like that. He still allows us to pick our weights and that sort of thing. Um, so it's not as bad. Mike, my max squat right now is still 205. I haven't gone any further than that. But like... Uh, my partner and I this week we did kind of a CrossFit round where we did um, eight reps of eight set or eight sets of eight reps of each things and I had 130 pounds of and then I did that in squat, deadlift, uh, chest press, shoulder press, uh, buys and tries, and then we had to do pull-ups, which I'm still on assisted pull-ups. Don't get on any like I'm still assistant on them because I can't pull, do a pull-up by myself yet, but. Neither I will I. be soon. <laughs> Give it time. I will do it. Right? Like, in, in class, I don't have an assisted pull-up machine. I have to jump to do a pull-up, but I still do it. It just, it, it's not like a regular, like, pull-up. <laughs> so Pull-ups suck. They're no, the devil. The devil. They're, They're not as bad as burpees, but they suck. Burpees, burpees. are also evil. I have, I have a, a tank top that I wear to class, and he, he hates it because it's, it says T-Rex hates push-ups. <laughs> and it's a T-Rex on his face. <laughs> I also have one for T-Rex hates burpees. <laughs> he that doesn't like sense. this. He makes me do push-ups for those. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So uh, I don't have much extra other than what I've talked about earlier. Steam sale, I hit that up. Um, I bought a Google Nexus player to put on my TV upstairs because I'm moving one of the Chromecasts off there. So basically it's just a Google version of Roku. I haven't gotten to play with it much, but it's it's pretty cool. And stay tuned to GunnaGeek.com. There'll be an unboxing video on there eventually. What else have I been doing? GunnaGeek 100 was this week. That took a lot of time. And other than that, I've been working and cleaning my house and cleaning up my basement. Fun stuff. I don't like being an adult. It sucks. Now I'm sad. Anthony, have you been doing something fun to make me feel better about myself? Adulthood. Yes, I have. I've been drawing stuff. Uh, Sweet. A little bit of the secret project I can reveal. I signed my NDA. My NDA. I signed my non-compete, and I have written permission to share sketches of all the work I'm doing while I'm doing artwork for a called game called Pacifist that we're going to try to. Well, not try to. The company's going to put up on Kickstarter. I think sometime early next year. Um, building the website. They're working on all sorts of stuff, but. 
that that's the whole team's doing all that stuff. All I'm working on the artwork. If you follow me on uh, Twitter at Anthony Bachman or Instagram at Bachman Anthony, I've been sharing the sketches as I'm working on them. I can't share any of the finished artwork yet, but as I'm working on sketches, I'm sharing those. So I've done the icons for the front and the back of the cards, and um, I've started some of the sketches for the attack cards themselves, and I'll be sharing those as basically I'm working on trying stuff for the game. That's cool. That's the one the one big thing. So yeah, starting July, I'm yeah getting ready for... My plan is to get ready for Halloween, so starting July, I'm giving up basically soda and fast food and beer again so i've kind of been letting myself go crazy this last couple of weeks <laughs> I've, been, I've been eating just awful crap and fast food for lunch every day yeah, so it's been bad macros. but it, it's it's been fun but yeah so i'm gonna keep up. macros i'm gonna read all that but i'm also still gonna give up beer and yeah, soda. Kind of you probably should give yeah. up beer there, there won't be any beer and soda. There'll be two days where I'm allowed to have soda from July 1st to October 17th, and those days will be Ant-Man and Fantastic Four. I tell so you I what, have man. Like two cheat days in place, and they're about a month apart, which is kind of nice, so that worked out pretty good. I'll say this, though. I gave up soda six-plus months ago. I haven't missed it, and it's been helpful. Yeah. And pretty much the only time I have soda is when I go to the theater. When I go see a movie, I'll get myself a large popcorn and a large soda. And so that's usually, like, my only time. Like, I don't drink soda every day anymore like I used to. But when I'm usually drinking beer, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll have, you know, a case during the weekend. And that's a lot of fucking calories. It is. I'll yeah, tell so. you, the only time I've almost been weak when it came to soda, and it was just because I was so thirsty, is we were at a movie, and the girlfriend had got a soda to drink, and I didn't get a drink. And I was like, oh, I'm really thirsty. And I was like, mm. I don't really want Mountain Dew. See, yeah, I've if you're sitting there for two hours, you need something to drink. I switch to iced tea if I, if it, if that's an option over soda. Yeah, I'll, I'll drink iced teas or lemonades and stuff like that instead. Um, I go unsweetened. I don't do lemonades much, um, but every now and then I'll get like a craving for a soda, and I'll allow it to myself because it's not like I go out and buy a two liter and drink all of it in a sitting. I just get a can and I'm good. See, that's yeah. the thing that's been helpful for me is I really haven't had the craving for soda. It's just I was thirsty in a movie and I was like, oh, that's all it's there, and I was like, eh, I don't need it, but I'm just thirsty. Yeah and, yeah, and the smart thing is is to go and have the soda that you want, occasionally treat yourself, and don't drink the diet soda, which tells your brain that you didn't get what you wanted anyways. Also, it has aspartame, which is cancer-causing. <laughs> it is illegal in every other country except ours. Oh, everything causes cancer. That doesn't yeah, but aspartame, <laughs> aspartame is illegal in every other country except what, for ours. When I take over the world, I'm outlawing the sun because it causes cancer. I, well, look at you. You look like you're out in the sun all the time anyways. I am. I, I'm, I'm a rugged outdoorsman. <laughs> yeah, As so the sun reflects off of your head. It's not the sun. And there's another, uh, for anybody that still wants to go throw more money at Kickstarter, the guys that did uh, the Per Happenauts still have four days left on theirs, and it just passed the $15,000 mark, so it is funded. If you oh, don't cool. know, the Perhapanauts is a team made up of a ghost, a chupacabra, uh, the Bigfoot from uh, Proof, which is an image comic, and I can't remember the other two characters. But it's a team that's kind of like uh, like the BPRD. But yeah, the it's it's all about Chupy. Chupy's fucking hilarious. The chupacabra on it is just the funniest fucking character in the world. And yeah, the I think where is it? Yeah, very own limited edition Kickstarter back copy, the original hardcover graphic novel is fifteen bucks. So yeah, it's it's a nice cheap Kickstarter for the lowest tier of the physical product. That's not bad. Yeah. So that's another thing to go throw some money at. 
if you just, you know, wading in money, you got nothing to do with it, go back some comics. I like to swim in it like Scrooge McDuck. Me too. I roll. Except he's the only one that can do that. See, I, I just I just have credit cards and debt. <laughs> well, then have more debt and have more comics, then you'll be happy. Okay. Not the debt anyways. Yeah, what's, what's it going to hurt? You'll be fine. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just open up another one. It'll be great. Yeah, it's not a problem. That's the American way. <laughs> exactly. It'll be fine. I got another giant stack of comics yesterday at the store for payday, but I yeah, there's reading God will be damn. done this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's I've been, got a I've lot of comics stuff on you. The Kickstarter, so yeah, so I have been drawing stuff for the card game, so I haven't had a chance to read anything yet. But I'll be God catching damn. up on lots and lots of Secret Wars and Action Lab books. I had more Marvel books this this two weeks than Image books. I was shocked. That's surprising. A lot of fun stuff in the Secret Wars. Old Man Logan is pretty cool. Yeah, it's Secret It's a big event. I have a hard time getting excited right now. I'll be honest. I do, depending on the event. Some of them are fun. This one I've been enjoying. Especially since there's the Spider-Verse. There's uh, Marvel 2099 got its own title again. So having Peter David write the 2099 characters is awesome. That's nice. So... I guess we should wrap things up, though, because we have gone over yet again. It's part of our ongoing tradition of stuff, I guess. Damn right. Go us. Uh, don't forget, you can find us over at atgnpodcast.com, where we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, and I don't do the math from there because math hurts my brain. But we stream, like I said, stream live every Sunday there at gunnageek.com slash live, and also on video channel and audio channel 3 on Alpha Geek Radio. So if you want to watch us live... We are everywhere, and the nice thing is, with Alpha Geek Radio, we can be on your TVs also, because they use the TuneIn app to get audio out there, and they just had a Roku app go live, which will do the video channels. So if you really want it, you nice. can throw that video up on your big screen going that way, or through YouTube, or everywhere. If you've got feedback for the show, you can hit us up on Twitter, at Podcast, or on Facebook, at facebook.com, slash allthingsgoodandnerdy. If you want to leave us a little more of a long form of feedback... We've got email over at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com. And probably the best way to get a hold of us, because it's the most entertaining, would be to give us a call on the ATGN hotline. Go to 304-806-ATGN, or go to our homepage and click on the Call Us button. Leave us a nice voicemail. We'll play it on the show as you mock and deride us, or something like that. We like mockery. Bring it on. Yeah. Or you're just Anthony, who's like, bring it on, and he'll fight you. Because he's Anthony the Sailor Man. I'm so glad that worked. I was hoping that would bring a song up. <laughs> I like so, it. Before we get out of here, you guys got any final thoughts for us? Pardon I Sean? haven't written a song about you, Chris. I have to, we'll have to figure do, that do out. Do we need to stay out on the line so you can get that song figured out? Or we no, I don't, have a to, I don't have a tune. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> One day. One day. Soon. So, on that note, I think we'll be getting out of here because... I need some GD bacon right now. I'm so hungry. Bye, guys. Penis. Thanks, Peanut Gallery. Bye. Yes, and thanks to the chat room. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna Geek Podcast Network. You can find ATG in a variety of places. Some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like Stitcher Radio. In fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com network where you can find all things good and nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek Network family. 
If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Join Anthony, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. The music you've heard for both the intro and outro of this show were found on SoundCloud.com and are used in accordance with the Creative Commons licenses. Leaving Earth by Abandon All Hope is used as the outro of this show, and The Wind Waker by the Neskimos is used as the intro and slightly modified in both cases. To get links directly to these songs, go to atgnpodcast.com and check out the background music section.